Welcome, brothers and sisters. God bless you guys. Welcome to Growing in His Word, man. Welcome back. Listen, this is a radical chapter, man. I'm almost finished with it. The Holy Spirit is. And, and Peter and, and John are on a mission. And, you know, they were with Jesus. They seen him. First John talks about how in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and then, you know, and it became God. You know, the Word, the Word is alive. It's like a plant that pops out of the ground and just, it's alive. And it's amazing. And it wants to grow in your life. But you have to stop and say, listen, do I want Jesus? You're like, well, man, you're hitting me already. <laughs> no, man, we're, last week we talked about this. Listen, last week we talked about the healing of the man, the lame man, and how God got the glory for the healing. We talked about the bunk churches, how they beg for money, and they don't need to. You don't, listen, Jesus does the healing. He's the healer. We talked about that last week. Listen. Growing in His Word was made for verse by verse, line by line, message by message. And it's Holy Spirit filled. And let's pray it out. Father, we come before you, Lord. Holy Spirit, Lord, we ask you to come now, Lord. Speak to me, Father. Lord, glorify yourself because that's what you do, Father. We're just an instrument, Lord, and you are the you are the seat, you are the one in the seat, Father. We're nothing without you, Lord. Lord, our righteousness is, is you know what, Lord, it's of you know what? It's not good. You, Lord, are our righteous, Jesus. And we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Pastor Joseph, and God bless you guys, man. And if you were tuning in last week, listen, we were talking about the lame man healed, and we left off where it talks about, on verse 13, it said, Then God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified His servant. Listen. They glorified His servant, Jesus, whom you delivered up, and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. Listen, we talked about that. Glorifying his servant uh, here is talking, remember, we talked about Peter's reference to his servant. It comes from Isaiah. Isaiah 52, 13, it's a messianic psalm. Jesus can be considered the servant of God because he gave his life as a guilt offering for the sins of all humanity. The Father raised Jesus from the dead as confirmation. Listen, the Father raised Jesus from the dead as confirmation that his sacrifice was accepted. And Peter just pointed out the healing um, of the beggar as a sign of the glorification of Christ. And the people had handed Jesus over to Pilate to be crucified. Yet God had raised this crucified Jesus from the dead. It was in the name of this very same Jesus that the crippled man was healed. And listen, Jesus wants to heal our crippledness, whether it's our addiction, our sin, our sinful desires. You're thinking, Joseph, I can't. It's hard. Listen, Jesus, did you know that Jesus was 100% man and 100% God? He, he knew what you went through. He knows what you feel. He knows exactly what you're going through. And he's saying, stop, listen. Take a breath. Enjoy my grace, but don't use it as a crutch to keep sinning. Jesus Christ paid it all. And did you know 5,000 people, when he was crucified that day, got saved? When he died on the cross? Yeah. 
They came to know Jesus. 5,000 men. That's a lot of people just for that time, for that one place. Listen, we're going to have a fun time today. You guys ready? Buckle up your seatbelts, man. We're, we're going on it, man. If you're traveling on the road, <laughs> keep your eyes on the road, man, and your ears on this service because sermon because it's going to be hot, man. Like those, remember those candies, those hot, hot mics, those hot, what are those candies, man? You put them in your mouth and, it, and you suck on it. It starts getting warm and then it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. This is what this sermon's going to do. Listen, I hope it does. You guys ready? It's amazing. Jesus loves you so much that he died for you. But listen to this. Jesus was, they were greatly amazed, these people, when Peter and John, they healed last week. If you listen to the last sermon, it talked about that. And he talked about how, how basically, you know, they basically didn't want them around because they healed this man. But verse 13 says, And God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our Father, glorified His servant, Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. Okay? But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. We talked about that. In verse 15 it says, And killed the prince of life, whom God raised from the dead, or which we are, or which we are witnesses, and, and his name throughout faith, and his name had made us, and has made this man strong, whom you see, and now, yes, the faith which comes to him has given him the perfect soundness in the, pre, in the presence of you all. Listen, here we go, man. We're going to start now. We're going to start right now. We're going to hit this verse, verse 15 on out. We're going to, we recapped, and now we're going to hit verse 17. And this is what they were telling them after they healed the man. Listen, and he said in verse 17, he said, Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did also your rulers. Verse 18 says, But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled, and he says, Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing, refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, whom you preached. Listen, listen. Jesus is coming again. He's coming back. He's telling them, Peter and John is telling the sin, the, these people, the Jews, he's telling them, listen, they're coming, he's coming back. And verse 21 says, whom heaven must receive until the time of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophecies. Since the world began, for Moses truly said to the Father, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like men, a prophet like me from your brethren, him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. Listen, whatever he says to you, listen to this. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow as many have spoken have also foretold these days. Listen, listen, Peter and John is telling the Hebrews, the Sanhedrin, look, 
This is going to get deep. You guys, are you ready? Note takers, are you ready? Because here it goes, okay? Listen, verse 20 says, and that he may send Jesus Christ who was preached. He was preached and he's here. He's going to come back. Listen, but he's telling them to you before whom heaven must receive until the time of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began, man, from Genesis. But here's where it's going to get hot. Are you ready? Listen, listen to this. This is prophecy that you guys need to understand. Note takers, you need to listen. When I was in Bible college, I used to take a lot of notes but I would go, I had a mentor, his name was Chuck Smith, and he was out of Costa Mesa, California. And I'd sit there, you know, before he went to be with the Lord, every Monday he'd, he would, it would call chucking through the Bible before he passed away. He'd go through the Bible studies, uh, you know, once a week, real quick, on a Monday night or a Sunday night. I don't, I, it's been so long. And I'd sit there at the end and I'd, I'd go, <laughs> afterward I'd, I'd sit into his office and we'd talk, man, and he'd say, listen. He was, you know, we talk about the end times and, you know, Pastor Brian Broderson would walk around the church and I would just sit there and it would, it's pretty cool talking to him, you know, and, but these prophecies, this verse in the Bible, and I need you guys to listen because it's important. Paul, the apostle and, and, and in the 11th chapter of Romans, he was talking about blindness had happened to Israel in, in part until the fullness of the Gentiles would come in. Now listen, but at the but at that point, all Israel then will be saved, for there shall be there shall come a deliverer out of Zion. It talks about it in Romans chapter eleven, and in, in verse 26, 20, 11, Romans eleven twenty five to twenty six, and it says to turn the hearts of the children unto the fathers, and he makes reference. To this restoration, restitution of the work of God among the Jewish people, that shall take place, because listen, Jesus said that you're 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 not going to see me again until you say, "Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." Matthew chapter twenty three, verse thirty nine. But listen, it's talking about the earth. Here's what they're saying. Okay, we're gonna because this chapter is it's the end chapter of of chapter three, but the earth has. Listen, the earth has one more seven-year period to endure, okay? All right? For there are, 70, there are 77 determined, listen to this, for there were 77, seven, there were 77s determined upon the nation of Israel to finish the transgressions, okay? To make an end of sin, to make a reconciliation for iniquity, to finish up the prophecies for the Messiah to come and to anoint the most holy place. Now, and there would be 69 seven-year periods from the time that the prophecy will go forth to restore and rebuild Jerusalem to the coming of the Messiah, the Prince. Now, let me say that again. There's going to be 69, it's 69, 69 seven-year periods from that, from the time that the prophecy would go forth to restore and rebuild Jerusalem to the coming of the Messiah, the Prince. Now, listen, but that leaves one seven-year period unfulfilled, which is yet future, okay? Now, during the seven-year period, God's going to deal with the nation of Israel. 
He's going to deal with them. He already is. And that blindness that had been over their eyes for almost 2,000 years will be removed. And even today, it's being removed. You see so many movements, so many believers, so many Messianic believers coming to the Lord. It's prophecy. Here we are 2,000 years later, man. And here we have the Word of God opening up. It's amazing. Like it's, it's real. It's like it's real. It's like, wow. It's like those Venus fly, chap, fly traps. They, they open them plants. They open their mouths real slow. And then the fly gets in there and it just gobbles them up real slow. It's like God gobbling up Israel. He loves them so much that he's, he's slow and patient and merciful. And that's the way he is with you. He wants you to come to him. But see, blindness had happened to Israel in part that it's for the most of, for most of them, you know, it, they were blind, but there's a part of them who have not been blind. And there's a part of Israel today that God has opened their eyes to see the truth. I mean, this is what Chuck was saying. What event, what, you know, I mean, what evangelists they usually make when God opens their eyes and they could see that Jesus indeed was the promised Messiah. But it's amazing how blind that most people are. And they really don't know their own scriptures that well. You know, you ever see people, they quote scriptures at you, but they don't know it. Or they don't want to live it. It's just easy to slam people with scriptures. Uh, you know, until they get one slammed on them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I pray for them. But it's amazing how blind that most people are. And they really don't know their scriptures that well. But listen to this. But the Israelis and the, uh, you know, the, the, the Jewish culture, they know the traditions and they know the dietary laws and all the Sabbaths. But they're really blind to the true work of God and having forsaken the way of God. They have gone about to establish righteousness. And Jesus said, you can't, it's by my righteousness, not yours. It's their, you can't establish righteousness through their works, through good works. The Bible tells us that by works of the law, no flesh shall be justified in his sight. Galatians chapter 2, verse 16. And the Bible also tells us, for without the shedding of blood, there is no remissions of sins. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. And God's telling them, listen, and, and Peter is telling them this. This is what this means. Listen, God's going to restore Israel. He's saying he's going to work again. He's going to put his spirit upon Israel. Listen, according to Ezekiel, you guys read Ezekiel, it's radical, man. Listen, at that time that God destroyed the invading Russia army who moves into the Middle East in the last days to take over the Middle East in those days, God is going to destroy Russia. And when he does, he'll put his spirit on the nation of Israel. The beginning of the end, the last seven years when God will be working with Israel and during this period of time, the, the world around them will be going through craziness. At least, at least the last three and a half years of this period of time, a time of trouble such as the world has never been seen before or will ever see again. The time of great tribulation. Listen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen, man. Listen. Now, during that t this time, God dealing with the nation of Israel, they will, they will begin to weep over their blindness as a woman who weeps over the loss of her only son. They will weep. 
that they were blind to the grace of and goodness of God. And I'm sorry, it's what the Bible says. And to the and to the and to the Messiah that God provided, for they will recognize that Jesus indeed is the Messiah. And and a lot of them already are. As they see the scripture come into pass, as they were predicted, they'll realize that they made a mistake. And their in their national rejection of Jesus, and they will accept him. And they will be saying, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And at that point, Jesus will return with ten thousand of his saints to establish his kingdom upon the earth. And behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints. And when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Colossians 3 4. As we come with him to establish God's kingdom here upon earth. That's what he's saying right here. And whom, verse 21, whom heaven must receive into the time of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophecies, prophets, since the world began. For Moses truly said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up for you the prophet like men from your brethren. Him shall he... Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you, and it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many have spoken, have also foretold these days. Verse 25 says, You are sons of the you are sons of the prophets and of covenant which God made our father, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you, and in turning away everyone, every one of you from your own inequities. Listen, what's that saying? If you, man, this is this is meat right here, man. Listen, this is Paul is saying, look, Paul is saying, listen, you didn't want it. I went to the Jew first. Because it, to the Jew first, but the Bible says, but you didn't want the message, so I went to the Gentile. You didn't want me. So I meandered with the cause, not without a cause. So Peter and John are saying, listen, man, you guys are going to get restored. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think they knew all that at that time. But, but this is what the Bible teaches. Whether we like it or not, Israel, God loves Israel. And He has a future and a plan for Israel. He has a plan for uh, his, his people. There's a, there's, there's a plan. And He's also got a plan for you. Because He loves you. Listen, you may be asking yourself, Wow, man, I've been going through it at work. And I've been going through here and this and that. But listen, God is not done with you. Paul, the apostle, had so many trials, so many tribulations, Job, etc. God wants to use you and He wants to show you how much He loves you. But we got to say, listen, how do we, we don't have to say listen, we have to say, God, how do we listen to you? And, And how do we stop and say, look, I want to serve you, Lord. I want to I want to be part of you, Father. I believe a revival is coming and I believe that we are the revival. We are living we have to live like the church of Acts. We have to continue to be like the church of Acts. Not not give away our stuff, 
to everybody because that failed miserably. I mean, Paul had to go back and um, they had to go back to Jerusalem and borrow money to get the church back together. But what I'm saying is, we need to be more on fire for Jesus. We need to spend more time with Jesus. We need to get in our word and seek the Lord and seek God where He wants us. We can't be displaced. If you listen, it says here you are, you are sons. You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant with God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in you and, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. We're blessed because God allowed God allowed us to thrive through Abraham's seed. Jesus. Jesus was from Abraham. Look at Matthew chapter 1, the genealogy. We're blessed. We're blessed. We are blessed and we are all can come to the knowledge of Jesus. Listen, we are so blessed that we don't have to even stress. I mean, we're blessed. Look at the look at the book of Matthew chapter 1. It says the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but Judah begot Perez and, and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez begot Hezron, and Hezron begot Ram, Ram begot Amonadab, and Amonadab begot Nishan, and Nishan begot Salom, Salom, and Salom begot Boaz. And Boaz begot Obadiah. And if you go to the book of, of in the book of Ruth, chapter four, you'll see the rest of the chapter, the genealogy. But we're blessed. Go to the book of Ruth; it's all there. Last chapter of, book, of the book of Ruth, and you can you can see where it continues. Look it. God wants to use you. We're blessed by the nation of Israel. We're blessed by the Hebrews. We're blessed by we're blessed by Israel. You know. No one's picking on the Jews. Nobody. My mother-in-law's my mother-in-law lives in Jerusalem. <laughs> but nobody's picking on nobody. We want to love Jesus. We want to serve Jesus and we want to serve each other. Listen, we need to be like Jesus. John and Peter is telling them, "Look, Nobody has any beef with you. We just want you to know that everything we do is in the name of Jesus and that he's real and that if you want him, you can become like him. You can have him. You can have what we have. And I think they were so hard on him because they wanted him. You ever see people, they're all mad when you get away from me. You know, what's that saying? The, 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 the dog that barks the loudest wants Jesus? They do. Every day I'd go to this. I went to work every day. This guy at work, you know, and I'd, I'd smile at him, and you know, he found out I was a Christian. He, he hated me. Keep him away from me. I might get converted. Well, you know, he, he was scared. He didn't want to give up his alcohol and his sinful life, chasing women every night. And I told him, you know, I just it's the Lord in me, but God wants to use you. Satan wants to abuse you. Satan wants to condemn you and tell you that you're nothing. Satan wants to lie to you and tell you and plant thoughts. He wants to make you think you're never going to be, you're never going to find that guy that, that God has for you. He wants to make you think that you're never going to find a woman in your life. 
that's worthy to be part of you for the rest of your life. Satan is a liar. He wants to isolate you, set you back, keep you away from God's word, and then pound condemnation in you. Where Jesus said there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, in Jesus. Listen, we don't have to worry. Christ suffered for us so that he could be his, his, we could be forgiven of our sins. And he's saying, repent. Your sins will be blotted out. He says, he says, listen to this, man. Your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus Christ who was preached. You, you ever been so down in life where you can't even get up anymore? And you're like, man... I just woke up and you feel like it was a nightmare? Well, Jesus is saying, look, I want to refresh you. Or you been, ever been so thirsty where you just, you feel like you're going to die. Your, your tongue is just so dry. You can't even, it's like cracking your mouth. And you're like, ah, I just wish I had some spit in my mouth. It's, I mean, you're saying, Pastor Joseph, that's disgusting. Then you grab that Gatorade and you just slam it, man. And you just, it's like you're, this is the refreshing that Jesus wants to give us. When we're thirsty, you're thinking, how do I get this? Get on your knees and say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I'm a sinner. I just want to follow you, Lord. I'm sorry for my sins. And this is the repentance. This is what God wants to fill that void. You're thinking, I have money. I have fame. I have everything. I have cars. I have boats. Who cares, man? You can't take it with you. I have this, I have that. God is saying, look, don't worry anymore. I have a plan for Israel. I have a plan for you. I have a, a plan for everybody. But you got to make that choice, and the choice is yours. Do you want to grow in the Word? Do you want to grow in the Word? Do you want to grow in Jesus? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be content? Then say, Lord, I want, I want, I want, I want to do this. Let's, let's do it. It's that simple, man. Father, we come before you, Lord, and we thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this chapter. And as we go on to chapter 4, Acts chapter 4, Lord, we thank you that you, Lord, are able to speak through us. And Father, I just thank you for the ones who received you. And I thank you for the emails, Father, and, and Lord, how, how you, Lord, come through every time for us. In your name, Jesus. Amen. And God bless you guys. And listen. Next week, we're going to talk about, man, Peter and John, how they were arrested. <laughs> They're always getting in trouble for Jesus. And, and it's amazing because suffering is a part of following Christ. And it's a joy to suffer, the Bible says. But listen, God is with us no matter where we're at. And God is able to bless you no matter where you're at. Listen, man. I love you guys, and God loves you. Growing in His Word loves you. And next week, we're going to work on a book, and we're going to also place Jonah on our, on our website. We're going to have Pastor, Pastor Bob on there. He's a guest speaker. And we're going to talk about, he's going to do the book of Jonah. It's going to be radical. It's going to be a series on there. You guys are going to love it. God bless you guys. And God bless you, and thank you for growing in His Word.com. Jesus loves you, man, and so do I, man. God bless you guys.